Years ago, two awkwardly shaped boys became best friends. That friendship grew over time. Then the two awkwardly shaped boys became men and got their own radio show. <laughs> What you're listening to right now is two best friends. It's Mikey and Bob. We've never seen each other naked. Not that we don't want to. It it just hasn't happened yet. Welcome. The 961 Kiss Morning Freak Show. Oh, pew! <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh! Oh, pew! Oh, pew! Oh, pew, man! We just, I mean, we just start the show with it. The, the studio has just been tainted. You came in here and just. Oh, we say good morning to each other and then you just. Completely make the studio smell horrible with your bodily functions. I'm sorry. Oh, pew. I got up early to salt my driveway and slammed a cup of coffee. Oh, yeah. How was that? How was salt in the driveway this morning? Yeah, horrible. Horrible every morning. Um, I, I've been holding off on, on buying salt. I don't think I've, I've refilled my salt for two winters now. Oh, I just leave everything icy. I just don't care. Yesterday, it was the breaking point. I went to Home Depot and bought like six bags of salt, and I'm like, that's it. I'm just done. Make it pay. Yeah. So you got up early this morning. You have to wake up extra early and salt your driveway. We've talked about this a lot this winter. It just freezes over. About how you just need to invest in a flamethrower so you can de-ice and de-snow your driveway early in the morning oh, without got, really making a lot of noise. I got a flamethrower this morning. Oh, you it's do? It's just, just yeah, and it shoots oh, pew, yes. pew, 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 pew. <laughs> oh, pew! Who was the first person to smell something bad and go, pew? Oh, God, pew. Like, why do we say that? <laughs> oh. oh, God, pew. Pew. Uh. <laughs> I feel like when, when you say pew... Think of the way your mouth looks and your face looks. Oh. If you say, if you give an extended pew, right? Pew. Pew. That your face looks like you just smelled something bad when you say pew. Maybe that's where it came from. Somebody may just went. Uh, uh. May- or maybe it's <laughs> ew. Maybe somebody smelled something bad and went ew. Maybe it was poop and ooh together, <laughs> and a, it just became a, a poopy ooh. Ew. Ah. <laughs> uh, ooh. Ew. Oh no. Poop and ew. Ew. I smell poop. Ooh. I smell it. Who pooped? <laughs> ooh. Pew. <laughs> Can we can we look that up? I think we found something that we don't we can't find an answer to on the internet. Where did pew come from? Why do people say pew when something smells? Ah, oh, oh! Did somebody make a poop? What is that? Ew! Pew! Pew! <laughs> oh, oh! My stomach hurts. I know it does. Oh, it's not good. It better not hurt more than it already has this morning. <laughs> I don't need any more poopy ooze over there. For- oh, oh, God. Pew. Oh, pew. 
you. Oh. So your driveway's uh, all, oh. all good now? Just... Uh, yeah, yeah, it's okay. Good. Yeah. We were talking about this on the show yesterday because yesterday, remember, the roads were so bad. Kids were off school, and it was just horrible. And I, I asked, I'm like, are courts open if there's, like, snow days? Yeah, they are. Uh, so I, I go to court for my speeding ticket, right? And listen, I was speeding. I was do- I think I was doing like I, 20 over, I think he, he got me for when this cop pulled me over right. like, late last year. But I didn't want the points on my license. So my wife has done this before. Like you go to court, you challenge the ticket. And usually a lot of times you can get out of the, the points and, you know, they'll reduce the, uh, the speed. So that's what I was looking to do. So I go up to the front desk. Lady just looks at me and goes, I know who you are. <laughs> nice office lady. So then I'm like, all right, okay. well, here, here we go. Everybody in the office is going to hear now he's here. Uh, so then I see the officer. The officer shows up, right? So he calls me over and he just goes, my son was listening to your radio show. I had no idea it was you that I pulled over. And then he just looks at me and goes, damn, you're a lot taller. I, you didn't look this tall in the car. So he, he enjoyed that. So then we go into the uh, then we go into the uh, you know the judges' chambers or whatever, and uh, everybody was very very nice there. And yes, I did like they they did get me for just like, like five over instead of twenty over, so no points on my license. I so, mean, by the time you had the cop making tall jokes at yeah, you, every, you, knew, you knew you were okay, right? Yeah, every everything's all good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we go into, and I'm thinking like, all right, well, the ju- my wife has done this same thing before with the same judge. So she's like, this lady's so nice. Like, you shouldn't have a problem. You know, just be nice and, you know, don't be an ass. I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm good. Uh, whatever. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, go up and, you know, me and the cop are telling the lady, all right, this is what we're going to do and all good and everything. And uh, she was just like, I was listening to your show this morning on my way in when you were talking about you weren't sure if courts were open or not. And I'm like, all right, I think I'm good here. (laughs) So that's a bit much, right? That was was awesome, though. It's like everybody I encountered at the court likes our show and listens to our show. So I was all good. then. That's good to know. Yeah. So then I started thinking, all right, what could we get away with in this city? What sort of crimes could we commit and now get that, away with? Now that we know we're friendly with everybody over there. <laughs> What's possible? Ah, oh, pew. Ah, uh, Blast just tweets us here. Whenever I hear the Halsey song now, all I can think is, I'm bad at love. Pew, pew. <laughs> uh, we're wondering where the origin of smelling something bad and going pew uh, came from John just tweets us here. I always thought it was PU. Okay, maybe that's where it came from then. PU. Because if yeah. you smell something bad, you go PU. I mean, that but why more, do you why do you say that? That makes more sense than poop and ooh. Yeah, but Goodbye. if you, if you say PU, is it because you smell like a urine smell? Like someone smells like urine, and you want to make sure everybody knows that person right there smells like urine. So you go, pee, and then point to the person who smells like it. P-U. Is that P-U? Is it like an indictment of how a person smells? P-U. P-U. Like, you're the one who smells like urine. Pew, pew. Pew, pew. 
And then did PU just morph into Pew <laughs> over years of people just saying PU? Oh, it takes too long to say PU. We just said Pew. We gotta go shorter on that. Uh, hold on. Looks like Corey did some research here because there's an article from online here. It says uh, it's a shortened term for puteo, which is Latin for to stink or smell bad. Uh, it's actually spelled P-I-U and is often pronounced as P-U. Its root is the Indo-European word poo, P-U, meaning to rot or decay. So I feel like that is legit the origin of P-U then. So P-U and poo makes pew. Yeah. Okay, so, I'm good with that. Listen, that one's a hard one to explain, though, because you have to get into, like, Latin and you have to, you know, all these you know, root Indo-European words and everything like that. So if somebody asks you where PU came from, I don't really know if we have the answer. Just tell them to Google it because that explanation is too much for me. Uh, a PU. Uh, Chris tweets here, you can now officially get away with being the mad pooper of Pittsburgh, I truly believe in my heart of hearts that um, we could, if we wanted to, if me and Bob wanted to go on a spree, anything's possible, of mad pooping, where we would just uh, defecate on people's lawns or sidewalks, sneak a poo, yeah, in the uh, same neighborhood and become a Pittsburgh mad pooper, I'm pretty sure at this point we could get away with it even if we got caught. Wow. That's power. That's power right there. I'm bad at love. Pew, pew. <laughs> Poop power. Uh, I got to be completely honest. The show has peaked. It's all downhill from here. Yep. So thank you guys for listening to the first 10 minutes. 961. Follow and tweet the 961 Kiss Morning Freak Show. Got another tweet here from Weena. Every time I listen to Mikey and Bob, I feel the urge to want to drink and hang out with them. Sure, why not? At FS Mikey and at FS Big Bob. Mikey and Bob, it is the uh, 961 Kiss Morning Freak Show. Morning commute today, definitely a lot easier than yesterday. Uh, high today, 26 degrees. There's good, uh, good, good, should be some <laughs> scattered snow showers today. More snow overnight into Friday uh, for Pittsburgh and especially north of the city. Yeah, aren't we supposed to get more snow tomorrow? Yeah. But yeah. We're, uh, we're good today, though, right? Yeah, I think tomorrow, though, it's only supposed to be in the morning, and that's supposed to go back up to the 40s by, the, like, the afternoon. Steph tweets us here, listening to Mikey and Bob talk about the origins of the word pew. I uh, was at a red light when the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile caught up to me. Phil Kessel is going to win the scoring race. What a day to be alive. Wow, look at that. She tweeted us pictures, too. What a morning. The Wienermobile is, is in the area. That's exciting. Is it? I mean, I don't really get excited by the Wienermobile anymore. I used to, but I feel like it's always around. Seeing it before like 7 a.m., though? Yeah, that is kind of a treat. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. all right. That is yeah. still kind of sleepy and the Wiener rolls up on you? <laughs> An unexpected Wienermobile is the greatest Wienermobile, right? Yeah. An yeah. unexpected one. Yeah. All right, I'll, I'll go with that. Like, you're not going to go anywhere out of your way to see the Wienermobile anymore. But if it unexpectedly rolls up on you... A then, surprise. Yeah, then that's a surprise. A surprise Wienermobile. Okay, I'm good with that. Yeah. I'm good with that. 
Uh, Mr. Rooney was uh, talking yesterday. He talked to the, what, the papers yesterday? Yeah, yeah, a bunch of reporters. Uh, kind of wrapping up the season, I guess. Uh, he was asked about the team not being focused for their uh, playoff loss to Jacksonville. Um, you know, and players have said that. Like, Le'Veon Bell came out and said the team wasn't prepared, wasn't focused. Uh, Mr. Rooney said, you don't win 13 games in this league if you're not a focused group. Uh, there maybe was a comment that I would have rather not seen, but as I look at it, I think those two turnovers in the first half had more to do with what happened in the Jacksonville game than anybody's comments before the game. Obviously, probably talking about, um, well, maybe Mike Mitchell um, going you know, outside the Jags locker room talking right. crap to them, or maybe he's even referring to Coach Tomlin in the, uh, the nationally televised game where he basically said uh, they were going to play the Patriots. Yeah, there's a couple examples that, that there is. he could use. So basically, Mr. Rudy's saying, you know, I can't say they really weren't focused because you don't win 13 games if you're not focused. Uh, about Ben Roethlisberger, um, Art said, we haven't had a long conversation about an extension uh, or, or other than having him say he's interested in playing beyond this contract. That's good news to me. Certainly his play this year makes you feel like he has a few years left. Art talking about evaluating Coach Tomlin. He said, as I said before, I think when you win 13 games in this league, it's kind of hard to ignore that because you have one loss in the playoffs. Anybody who wants to look at Mike's track record since he's been our coach, I think it speaks for itself. It's always easy for someone to say you should get rid of your coach. Okay, well, who are you hiring next? There's another part to the question that people don't want to get into. I'm very comfortable with Mike as our coach. I'm happy he's our coach. I think he's one of the best coaches in the NFL. And we always bring that up, too. For people who always want to get rid of Coach Tomlin, it's always the follow-up, just like, who can they get that's a better coach than Coach Tomlin? You know, and then she's like, I don't care, get anybody. No, it's got to be like specific, a specific person that Cower. would. Cower. <laughs> all right, well, yeah, all right. <laughs> Never mind then. Cower still on TV. Get Cower. As the whispers go, Cower. <laughs> on uh, injured Ryan, uh, linebacker Ryan Shazier, um, Art said, I expect Ryan's going to be here one way or another and have a role with the team one way or the other in 2018 for sure. Uh, on keeping Le'Veon Bell, he said, we'd like to have a long-term deal with Le'Veon. This is what we hope happens this offseason. It's hard for me to predict these things, but we'll go through the process and do our best. I think the good news is both sides want to get something done. Hopefully that'll lead us to getting it done. Uh, on parting ways with James Harrison, uh, Art Rooney said, we had discussions about James over the course of the season. I'll just say it was a disappointment. James's career here, I would have hoped it had a different end to it. So it was a disappointment that it turned out that way. I'll say there's probably blame on both sides of the fence on that one, but that's the way it, uh, t- that's the way it turned out. I'll just say it's disappointing that a career uh, that James had here had to end this way. These things happen sometimes. You'd rather not have it happen that way, but that's where we wound up. And I think when he says there's probably some blame on both sides, it's probably what they kind of told James Harrison his role would be in kind of the promised playing time uh, that he would have. Right, but then right. I think once the season really started and you saw what you had with T.J. Watt, it's like, yeah, you're probably not going to play as much as we told you you were going to play. Things so I think changed that, real that, quick. that might be what he's saying about there might be some blame on both sides. Because then, of course, the stories came out about James Harrison, you know, falling asleep in, in meetings and stuff. So, yeah, it just, hey, either way, nobody ended up with the damn Super Bowl ring. So, does it really matter nope. in, the, uh, in the end? So, some some interesting things, I guess, from uh, from Art Rooney there as he was uh, being interviewed by the, uh, by the media yesterday. Uh, Justin Timberlake tickets coming up in about an hour. We'll do those around 730. Uh, Valentine's Day, less than a week away now. 
Get your Valentine something special from our friends at Sherry's Berries. Your berries will arrive in Sherry's Berries signature gift box with a beautiful ribbon so you don't have to wrap anything. I mean, they they look good and they're delicious, uh, too. Yeah, they come dipped in milk, dark, white chocolate, covered in chocolate chips, chopped nuts, and this uh, signature Sherry's Berries swizzle. Mm -hmm. Now, how about this? Mm -hmm. Get them sent to where your Valentine works. Get them sent to the office. Oh, my. You want to talk about winning Valentine's Day right there when Sherry's Berries box shows up at the office? Ooh, okay, all right. Somebody cares for somebody. Somebody's got a special Valentine. Oh, my goodness. Those look delicious. Yep, giant hand-dipped strawberries from Sherry's Berries. And right now, our listeners can send Sherry's Berries or any of the other gourmet gifts they have to their Valentine. Save 20% on gifts over $29 with our promo code FREAKSHOW. So all you have to do is go to berries.com. It's B-E-R-R-I-E-S.com. And use the passcode Freak Show. Hurry and order today, though, because Valentine's Day is next week. Your time is running out to get something delivered, and they will make sure it gets there by Valentine's Day on Valentine's Day because you choose the delivery date. They make it as easy as possible for you. Again, to get the Sherry's Berries and to get 20% off any gift over $29 from Sherry's Berries, go to berries.com, B E R R I E S.com. Use the passcode Freak Show. That's berries.com, passcode Freak Show. Order today. Yesterday on the show, I think we jumped the gun here, Bob. Yesterday on the show, we covered the local story about the guy high on LSD, naked, covered in cooking oil. Yeah. Uh, did the local news cover that? Did that run on any of the news stations? Uh, yeah. Because right, yeah, I feel like we should cover that again today for anybody that wasn't listening yesterday. Maybe uh, kids are at, you know, had school off yesterday with the snow day. I feel like we have to bring back the naked guy on LSD covered in cooking oil story. So we'll do that coming up in the uh the show. Uh, Grace Vanderwall recently performed on the Honda stage. Honda's proud to feature exclusive performances from Grace Vanderwall. Check out the performances and her single So Much More Than This at iHeartRadio.com slash Honda stage. Wherever your path takes you, Honda celebrates the creativity and drive it takes to get there. Did you see this Quincy Jones interview? Yeah. Unbelievable. It's one of the greatest interviews of all time, right? All time. He just He doesn't care at all. Like Quincy Jones, a little backstory. He, I think he's like 85 years old. Legendary, legendary music producer. Worked a lot with Michael Jackson. Uh, did the Thriller album. So he's doing this interview with uh, the website Vulture, right? Yeah. Uh, he was asked about Michael Jackson. You worked with Michael Jackson more than anyone. What's something people don't understand about him? He says, I hate to get into this publicly, but Michael stole a lot of stuff. He stole a lot of songs. The notes don't lie, man. He was as Machiavellian as they come. Greedy, man. Greedy. And then he tells a story about somebody that, who worked on Don't Stop Till You Get Enough. Uh -huh. Michael should have given him 10% of the song, and he wouldn't do it. And then he says, I used to kill him about the plastic surgery, man. He'd always justify it and say it was because of some disease he had. BS. He had a problem with his looks because his father told him he was ugly and abused him. What do you expect? At the end, Michael's problem was propofol, and that problem affects everyone. Doesn't matter if you're famous, big pharma making Oxycontin and all that blank is a serious thing. I was around the White House for eight years with the Clintons, and I learned how much influence big pharma has. It's no joke. What's your sign, man? 
I, it's unbelievable, Quincy Jones, how he transitions like the, from things. Yeah, the interview is just like, I was around the Clintons. Hey, what's your sign, he man? Goes, he goes, Michael Jackson had a problem with propofol, but that's not crazy. Everybody has a big problem now with, you know, all these opioids and stuff like this. I was at the White House a lot uh, with the Clintons. Big pharmaceuticals, big problem. What's your sign, man? And he just says, the interviewer says, Pisces. He says, me too. It's a great sign. So then they start talking about the Clintons. This is an interview with Quincy Jones, legendary music producer. And he said, you know, what are people not seeing in Hillary? Why is there so much dislike? He says, uh, it's because there's a side of her. When you keep secrets, they backfire. Like what secrets? This is something I shouldn't be talking about. (laughs) You sure seem to know a lot. I know too much, man. What's something you wish you didn't know? He asks Quincy Jones. Uh Uh-huh. Who killed Kennedy? Oh. Who killed President John F. Kennedy, right? So the guy just asked, I mean, the follow-up question, right? Who did it? Quincy Jones tells him who killed Kennedy. Because Quincy Jones knows. Chicago mobster Sam Giacana? The connection was there between Sinatra and the mafia and Kennedy. Joe Kennedy, he was a bad man. He came to Frank to have him talk to Giacana about getting those votes. Uh, So he basically drops who killed JFK. Whether it's true or not, he just offers this up like, Hey, what's your sign, man? Pisces? Me too. Yeah, by the way, here's who killed JFK. Uh, Then he was talking about the Beatles. This is legendary music producer uh, Quincy Jones. He was asked, what was your first impression of the Beatles? This answer, that they were the worst musicians in the world. They were no playing blankers. Paul was the worst bass player I ever heard. And Ringo, don't even talk about it. You know who sings and plays just like Jimi Hendrix? Who could that be? Paul Allen. Basically, one of the guys who has a huge stake and started Microsoft. Paul Allen. He's a very nerdy-looking gentleman who's, you know, one an insanely rich man. Yeah, yeah. But when Quincy Jones gets asked, all right, what who's one person who's kind of Jimi Hendrix likes? Just has that personality. Paul Allen, the Microsoft guy, he offers up. Uh, he then went on to talk about um, Marlon Brando, the older actor Marlon Brando, right? And comedian Richard Pryor. He said, Marlon Brando used to do cha-cha dancing with us. He could dance his ass off. He was the most charming blanker you ever met. He'd have sex with anything. He'd have sex with a mailbox. Richard Pryor, Marvin Gaye. Now, Marvin Gaye was, everybody knew Marvin Gaye was was gay, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so the follow-up question was like, he slept with them? How do you know that? And he just said, come on, man. He didn't give a blank. You like Brazilian music? <laughs> I mean, what a follow-up that is. First of all, you just said Marlon Brando had sex with Richard Pryor <laughs> and, and Marvin Gaye. And then he's just like, come on, man. You like Brazilian music? <laughs> what? What is this interview? It's, it's completely insane, but awesome at the same time. It's just madness, yeah. So then he drops that. TMZ did the follow-up with uh, comedian Richard Pryor's wife, uh, Jennifer, and she basically confirmed it. She said, yep, uh, him and Marlon Brando definitely were sleeping together. Uh, she says she had no doubt that Richard Pryor would be cracking up if he heard Quincy Jones spilling the tea on their relationship. And then finally the interview ends with Richard um, um Quincy Jones. Quincy Jones being asked about religion and death, right? <laughs> okay, so we've built up to religion and death now. He says, what do you think happens when you pass? The answer is, you're just gone. Follow up. Are you religious? No, man, I know too much about it. 
I knew Romano Mussolini, the jazz piano player, the son of Benito Mussolini. We used to jam all night. He'd tell me about where the Catholics were coming from. The Catholics have a religion based on fear, smoke, and murder. And the biggest gimmick in the world is confession. You mean to tell me you could tell somebody what you did wrong and it'll be okay? Come on. Almost everywhere you go in the world, the biggest structures are the Catholic churches. It's money, man. It's blanked up. I mean, I'm surprised he didn't end that last one. Just like, you you like pizza? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know where there's good pizza. Be like, man, religion, where do you go when you die? You just go. <laughs> yeah, what do you think about religion? Man, I talked to Mussolini's son. It's all a scam. Confession is the biggest lie. How about cheese, though? I put cheese on everything. It's unbelievable how he just train wrecks from one completely insane, mind-blowing, if it's true, statement. Like, here's who killed JFK. What's your sign? You like Brazilian music? <laughs> it's amazing. I don't know if it's just because he's old and doesn't care, but either way, what a gem of an interview there by Quincy Jones with uh, Vulture.com. Mikey and Bob, it is the uh, 96.1 Kiss Morning Freak Show. TMZ is reporting that the Spice Girls are reuniting. Posh, baby, ginger, scary, and sporty met with their former manager, Simon Fuller, to figure out the logistics of a Spice Girls reunion tour. Mm starting uh, later this summer. According to the Mirror in the UK, all but Victoria Beckham had already been ready to tour for a while. But uh, she finally has come around now, citing the Time's Up and Me Too movements as helping her make the decision. All right. Uh, The last time that they all performed together was the closing ceremony. Remember that? Oh, yeah, yeah. The 2012 um, Olympics, last time they performed together. So it looks like a Spice Girl uh, tour announcements, uh, even with some U.S. dates, uh, could be a real thing. Are people really going to pay? See, I don't think so. To go see the Spice Girls? I'm trying to think of who's going to go see the Spice Girls. Like, all right, if the Spice Girls came to Pittsburgh, where are they playing? Like, they ain't playing PPG Paints Arena, are they? But then again, I don't think they're playing like a smaller venue, like a, like a, even a stage AE. They're too big for that. Right. Like, they're not reuniting for. No, they, they're all worth like this isn't like a sad like most of them have gone on to bigger things. I mean, you know, this is them trying to collect a check. You know, they're not coming to Pittsburgh for a couple thousand dollars for a show. No. Like they're going to want to play an arena. Mm, yeah. But exactly. I don't think. They're going to have that many people that want Man, you know what, though? Them. Like, I thought, like, I thought a couple years back when, like, New Kids on the Block were like, we're going back on tour. I'm like, yo, nobody's going to want to go see New Kids on the Block, really, right? New Kids on the Block have been, like, doing an arena tour for, like, the past five years now. I mean, Spice Girls are smart. They they tour with somebody like New Kids or, like, I'm sure they probably will. I'm sure they probably will. I'm sure they'll have a solid opener. I just don't know. I mean, overseas they can but, like, who's, like, women in their 30s, maybe? Women in their 40s? Like, who's going to see the Spice Girls in 2018? I guess we'll find out if they make U.S. dates. I'm sure they'll kill it overseas. I just don't know if Spice Girls in 2018 could uh, could pull off a hugely successful U.S. reunion tour. I mean, maybe a few major cities. Like, they could do an L.A. show at a big arena, and it'd be fine. Bring out some special guests. Right, but like, right. I don't know, man. Like PPG Paints Arena, Spice Girls Tour. I don't see it. Like they selling 20,000 tickets. I don't know about that. We'll see where it goes, but Spice Girls reportedly uh, reuniting for a tour in uh, 
later this uh, summer. Megan tweets us here. I'm 24 years old and 100% I would go see a Spice Girl show. Christy tweets us. You guys are so wrong. I would definitely be getting tickets to the Spice Girls if they come to Pittsburgh. I don't doubt people wouldn't want to go see them. I just don't think people are going to pay. I mean, a lower level ticket is going to be at like $100 plus. I don't think people are going to pay that much. Enough people. Anthony uh, tweets here on TV last night. I saw it was reported that Spice Girls will receive 10 million euros each to do the do the tour. It's crazy. Yo, if they're smart, probably just go to Vegas with merchandise S- and sign, stuff. Sign for like three months in Vegas and and be done with it. Yeah, but Spice Girls are like huge overseas in like the UK. Like they got a tour. Oh yeah, they over can make the UK money. Like yeah. That. yeah, yeah. You're saying just come here and do like a Vegas residency? Do, do like New York, LA, and then just go to Vegas for a couple months. Yeah. Emily uh, Emily tweets here, I would definitely go see Spice Girls, and I'm not in the 30 to 40 age range. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't doubt that people would want to go see the Spice Girls. I just don't know if they can do a full, like, arena tour in the U.S. and, like, go city to city. And, like, sell out, you know? Like, Ed Sheeran's going to sell out his tour. Timberlake's selling out his tour. Like, Taylor Swift can go on tour and sell out. Jay-Z... I don't know if the Spice Girls in the U.S. could do a full, like, you know, 30-city tour. Like, could the Spice Girls sell out a a Pittsburgh date at PPG Paints Arena? I don't know. I don't know if I care right now until it all becomes, like, completely uh, official and there's, like, a Pittsburgh date or something like that. I'd probably go see Spice Girls, too. (laughs) My line. (laughs) Right? I mean, just so I could say I saw Wannabe Live. Uh-huh. I know. No, I wouldn't. It's not worth me leaving my house for. It's time for Today in Freak Show History, brought to us by Mo Southwest Grill. Welcome to Mo. Welcome to Mo's. Here we go. Today in Freak Show History. Today in Freak Show History. Today in Freak Show History, take you back. Uh, I think this was two years ago. They were getting really bad snowstorms a couple years ago in Michigan. They got like a foot of snow in in 24 hours. And this person must have, I don't know if they were experimenting with some drugs or mm. just going stir crazy, but naked cowboy. Snow not the only hazard to drivers. The man spotted wearing nothing but a hat walking in the middle of the freeway in Auburn Hills. Yeah, he's wearing nothing at all but a cowboy hat. Ah, uh, yes. Butt-ass naked. Officers recognized the man was suffering from what they have told us medical science calls excited syndrome. What, what could excited, excited syndrome really be? Syndrome. Can he just be level with us? and tell us what kind of huh. drugs he was on. Typically the result of stimulant drugs or bath salts. There you go. Just tell us he was on the bath salts or something like that. He was high on something that made naked, him a naked cowboy. Just, just yeehawing in the snow, man. <laughs> We're able to get him into a squad car without incident. They took him to a nearby ambulance. Yo, that is when you just need Netflix in your life. When you're snowed in and you're doing so many drugs that you're high, naked on a highway, walking into oncoming traffic with a cowboy hat on. That's when you just need Netflix. You do, you do. You need Netflix in your life. You need to binge watch. You can't end up out there naked with a cowboy hat on. Dude, what's some, what's some weird-ass Netflix movie that's always on, like, you know, recommended to watch? The Tom Cruise Jack Reacher movie. <laughs> that's when you need to watch Jack Reacher on Netflix. You need Netflix in your life. To get to you, to get to you. Mikey and Bob, it is the uh, 96.1 Kiss Morning Freak Show. Shane tweets us here, Spice Girl Sky Blast. Now, see, Spice Girls are too big to do a pirate sky blast, but I don't know if they can sell out arenas. 
Nothing's not paying that Spice Girl money. Anna tweets here, I'm confident the Spice Girls could sell at the Palace Theater in Greensburg. Yeah, I believe they could. Yeah. I don't know if they could sell a PPG Paints Arena, though. But they could they could sell out any of the smaller venues in the area. Yeah. But they're too big for a pirate sky blast. They're not they're not on that level yet. They all have too much Spice Girls money. See, somebody has to like have not had a hit record for like fifteen or twenty years or really needs the money. Spice Girls don't really need the money that bad to where they'd be doing pirate sky blast. They're they're bigger and better than that. Maybe. True. Maybe. Winter Olympics start tonight? Uh, yeah. A yeah, real yeah. thing? Yeah. Pyeongchang, South Korea, WPXI, NBC has the uh, Olympics tonight. Now, it starts tonight, uh, but the opening ceremonies aren't until tomorrow. So primetime tonight on NBC, you're going to get some uh, some figure skating and some, uh, some freestyle skiing. So that'll be on tonight. And then uh, tomorrow... The opening ceremony. Now, if you want to watch the opening ceremony live with the time difference, it's going to be 6 a.m. tomorrow. Right. Friday, 6 a.m., you'll be able to stream the opening ceremony, NBCOlympics.com, or on the NBC Sports app. But, of course, NBC wants you to watch it at night when they produce it all nice. It'll be fully produced with Katie Couric and Mike Tirico hosting. You wake up at 6 a.m. to watch, too. Just good for you. You're hardcore. I mean, maybe people. I mean, people wake up and go to work or something. You know, if you, you're just like, hey, if you remember, like, ah, oh, you know what? Let me turn on the opening ceremonies before I go to work. Take a peek at it. You can watch it online. It'll be on at six a.m. or just wait until tomorrow night, eight p.m. The fully produced version um, with NBC. Now we had so many people send us this story. We actually covered this story yesterday on the show out of Armstrong County. There's a naked guy on LSD covered in cooking oil. I mean, it really sounds like one of those weird Florida stories we've covered on the show, but it was local, mm-hmm. and local news did cover it. This was from uh, WTAE. All new at 6, a bizarre set of events out of Armstrong County to tell you about. Police in Apollo say a man became violent yeah. while high on LSD. Yeah. Here's where things went wor- got worse. When police arrived, <laughs> oh, the man was naked, yeah. covered in cooking oil. Uh, is that I mean, Is that getting worse or is that getting better? Like, I, can it can he, it ever get worse if you're naked covered in cooking oil? Mike Clark, like, right ahead there, and he's like, here's where <laughs> he things get, get, he get did, worse. He did. Okay, let's fully break down what happened to Mike Clark. Because Mike Clark is a pro. He, he, is. Is, he is one of the nicest people we have ever met that does news in this city. He's such a nice guy, Mike Clark is, right? But you're exactly right. He's just, you know, reading through, reading mm-hmm. the prompt or something, reading his script, and he may not know the full details <laughs> that he's about to get hit with naked cooking oil. While high on LSD, yep. here's where things oh. went wor- got oh. worse. Yeah. When police arrived, <laughs> the man was naked, yeah. covered in cooking oil. Mike Clark definitely saw naked, covered in cooking oil ahead in the prompt. Yep, yep. Here's where, hey, oh, hey, oh. <laughs> Here's where things get worse. But see, I don't know if that's getting worse. Can things ever be getting worse when you're naked, covered in cooking oil? No. no. To me, things are always getting better when you're lubed up with cooking oil and and naked, right? Especially for a new story on our show. 19-year-old Lonnie Beatty is facing charges tonight. Court paperwork say Beatty destroyed the home, and at one point, uh, the family dog had bitten him. Police were forced to use a stun gun, they say, on Beatty. Yeah, they hit him with the stun gun multiple times, and since it was icy out, this guy, and, and and this guy was lubed up with cooking oil. He was slipping, sliding all over the place. They had trouble apprehending him. They eventually did and took him to jail. But he was sliding all over the place. He's naked, covered in cooking oil. Still I, no explanation about the cooking oil, though. No, like, why the, I mean, there up? really wasn't. We've now covered this story two days in a row on the show. 
And I do remember there was another detail that he was wearing only a sock. Yes, yes. Not confirmed whether it was on his foot or on his private area, but he was wearing a sock, too. We do know those details, but you're right. We've now done this story two days in a row, and we still have no idea why the man decided to rub himself head-to-toe, basically, his nude body in cooking oil. What a party that is, though. Probably for the shine, I would think. Or maybe he knew that it was icy out and the cops were going to be coming for him and naked and lubed up. It was his way of like, you know, like, you know, when you catch a fish, Mm -hmm. sometimes they're hard to grab Mm because they're all wet and slippery and slimy and shiny. Maybe he was just going fish out of water with the cops. Maybe his plan was just like naked man sledding. (laughs) Could be, too. You know, you can you can wax like the. The toboggan, so it goes a little faster. He just okay. What he if just he shined up his body? What if the cops show up to his front door and he just runs out full, fully naked, lubed up, and he just he's up on it and just slides like a movie scene where he just slides under the cop cars and the cops all have their guns pulled and he's going between their legs and stuff, and then all of a sudden he just keeps going and going down the street and then runs away. They never caught him because wow. he was high on LSD, naked, covered in cooking oil. Nick tweets us here, maybe he's in the Olympic spirit and was preparing for the LSD street luge and was oiled up for an advantage. See, now, you're on to something there, Nick, because we always say to spice the Olympics up, they Mm. should have normal people do Olympic events, too. Like, send some 350-pound Bulgarian guy down the ski slalom while they, you know, in between the professionals doing it. Just tell them, go. Go, sir, go. So, I, I think maybe the guy out of Apollo, I, that could be that could be something. Just training a little bit. Or maybe, like, when it's, when it's bobsled time, right? Like, when they dive into the bobsled thing, right? When they're all in the, in the car. To, yeah. to get it going, they got to push and everything like that. Put the put just put the naked guy lubed up in cooking oil on the bobsled track. Give him a little push and watch him go. Who wouldn't tune in for that? I'm telling you, man, I could make the Olympics so popping. You think Olympics got big ratings now? One man nude bobsled. Hey, wouldn't you watch the bo- like bobsled's kind of cool in itself. You might watch bobsled, but what if I told you, okay, at some point in bobsled, we're gonna send. Um, uh, a naked guy covered in cooking oil, though. Wearing, how do wear, you, wearing how, one sock someplace how, <laughs> on his body? And it will be the flag of his country. <laughs> uh, next story out of South Carolina, right? There was a uh, kind of a, a flooding situation at a strip club. A guy accused of causing some big flooding at a strip club by destroying the toilet inside. Wow. Police Whoa. say 20-year-old Pedro Alberto Bernard Santiago kicked down the top of a toilet wow. at the Treasure Club in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Treasure Club. Pedro broke the toilet. Toilet rage. Who breaks the toilet at the strip club? Causing flooding which seeped into the main lobby of the club. Oh, no. Flooded strip club. So he kicked the top of the toilet off? Yeah, like the upper decker part. (laughs) Is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah. I think it's called the tank, isn't it? Sure. Oh, that's where you drop the upper deckers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, if you just don't feel like going to the bathroom like a normal human... You pull the top off and do your business in there. We call that an upper decker. So he kicked the tank off it, and it started flooding. 
and the the toilet started flooding into the strip club, into the dancing area. The toilet was too much for Pedro. Oh, boy. He's accused of causing about $4,000 worth of damage wow. in the strip club. Police say he fled the scene but was nabbed outside a storage facility. Yeah, okay. on the run. So they, they caught him after he broke a toilet and basically destroyed some of this strip club because of flooding. I What if, though, what if he was just breaking the toilet because that was all part of his act, and he's actually a dancer. Ladies, it's time to get wet. Who's ready to get wet and wild? Someone call a plumber? You got backed up pipes. Oh, we got somebody who can help clear them out. <laughs> I just got one question, ladies. Do you know what's in those pants? It can't be what we think it is, is it? <laughs> I mean, you think it's one thing, but it might be something else. That can't be what we think it is, right? What's in those pants, ladies? You might have seen them dance before under the names Bidet Barry <laughs> or Frank the Flusher, ladies. But he's got an all-new show for you tonight. We got a stinky one on stage for you. He's a hard worker, and he's ready to get wet, ladies. Who's in the splash zone? Rip those pants off! It's Pedro, the human plunger! That is not what I thought it was in those pants. He's got a man plunger, ladies! Quick, quick message to the bachelorette party in the front row. It is party trick time. <laughs> Pedro, the human plumber, has said, human plunger has said it's, it's party trick time. He's ready ladies. for some plunger party tricks. He's ready to get you clean, you dirty bachelorette party. Turn around, Pedro. He's wearing nothing but a thong, ladies, and it looks like that ass crack got a little sweaty. But let me tell you, Pedro the Human Plunger has uh -huh. been off stage drinking water. Oh, boy. For 20 minutes straight, and he is full of liquids. <laughs> oh, my. Turn around, pull that thong down, Pedro the Human Plunger, and squirt the butt <laughs> bidet. Ladies, you're getting wet tonight. Butt bidet! Ooh! Butt bidet! Butt bidet! Squirt that butt bidet! Ooh! Butt bidet! Ooh! A butt bidet! Ooh! A butt bidet! Squirt that butt bidet! Ladies, get those dollars out for Pedro the Human Plunger! Uh, Joe sent us a Facebook message here. I hope you guys are going to be reporting on the craziness from the parade today in Philadelphia. Uh, yeah, it starts at like 11 o'clock, so our show will be done. But yeah, yeah, if anything yeah. crazy happens, absolutely on tomorrow's show, we will have uh, Eagles Super Bowl parade coverage. I mean, but I, I, I don't know how it escalates. from. I, I think it's going to be calm in Philadelphia. Like, maybe that's putting too much belief in Eagles fans that they can pull it together and just have a nice parade. But I feel like... There's no more guns left in their bullet after they celebrated the Super Bowl victory. I mean, I saw a guy eating horse poop off the street. Yeah, we kind of peaked there, right? Hey, where do we go from there? There's a naked woman wearing an eagle mask running like, down I, the street. I don't think we're going to see video of 20 people standing like on an 
on a hotel awning. No. Doing back and it comes off of it. Crashing down. Like, I think we've peaked. I think the parade is going to have, you know, hundreds of thousands of people. It's going to be massive in Philadelphia today, the Super Bowl parade. But I just don't think we're going to get like a guy eating horse poop off the street. That was just a special moment in time. <laughs> it was. <laughs> uh, where's the Corgi at? Um, Missouri. I could watch this video maybe for the rest of my life. Like, I want this I want this video, this next story, to be a full TV show. And I'm pretty sure I would just sit there and watch it. Like Best Buddy Adventures? It's unbelievable. The video that was captured in, in Missouri with a corgi and, and a pony. Is this... This doesn't look like a full-grown pony, too. Is this a mini pony? It looks like a mini pony. And yeah. finally at five, a Missouri woman can't help but share... After stumbling on a silly scene, yes, that is a dog riding a pony into the night. It's it's a corgi mm-hmm. on the back mm-hmm. of a mini pony. Mm-hmm. Nobody placed it there. No. The corgi went on its own, became friends with the mini pony. And just rides around on it. And just got on its back and is riding the mini pony. Kelly Schenker pulled into her driveway last week to see her neighbor's corgi sitting on her one-eyed horse cricket. All right, whoever the, co- the co-host is there is is losing it. Is just probably seeing the corgi ride the mini pony for the first time and she can't even handle it. I mean, can you imagine being this lady that pulls up in her driveway and you look at your <laughs> pony and it's just like... What the hell? I'd be stunned. She recorded a 15-second video of the pony trotting away as the canine sits atop, <laughs> looking at the camera, of course. Yeah. So, yeah, they make uh, eye contact uh-huh. with the lady when she's taking video, and they don't even care. They just ride off. The 22-year-old posted the video on Facebook with the message, I can't make this stuff up. Yeah. The video has been viewed more than 5 million times as of yesterday. Wow, 5 million views on Facebook, so that's like 15,000 in the real world. The kicker, Schenker says the Corgi's owners are Mennonites (laughs) who avoid going online, so they likely don't even know that their dog is gaining internet fame. Isn't that cute? (laughs) There's a lot going on there. First of all, the co-anchor is losing control. She can't even handle herself. She's laughing through the whole thing. Yeah. The, The neighbors are Mennonites? What is that? Is that a thing? They don't believe in the internet? I I have no idea. I've never even heard that before. I think I've heard it before. I just had no idea what it means. Does it mean they don't like the internet or just... I'm guessing it's religion. Is it something like Amish to where they don't like electricity or anything like that? Uh, Yeah, Amish. Is it Amish? Mm -hmm. Is that what it is? All right, so they don't have the internet, so they have no idea that corgi riding mini pony is a thing that is uh, dominating online right now. But I'm so glad their neighbor got the video because I could watch it forever. I mean, the corgi turns around and looks like it was caught. Just like, oh, oh, crap. Oh, no, I'm wrong about they're not Amish. They're not Amish. They're not Amish? Before a million people like tweet me and tell me I'm wrong. So what's Mennonite? It's just its own religion. Uh, It's its own religion that doesn't like to watch corgi pony videos online? I I guess. That's a religion I want nothing to do with. If you don't want to watch a corgi ride a mini pony, what sort of God do you pray to? I mean, you don't even know that your own corgi is a best friend with a mini pony? No, I think they own the pony. I honestly don't care. Uh, either way, it's the greatest video I've seen in a long time. If you want to see it, Mikey and Bob page, 961kiss.com. Uh, a couple people, including Derek, have tweeted me here. We were talking about the Eagles Super Bowl parade today in uh, Philly, uh, and I said it's not going to be as good as the Super Bowl celebration after when we saw a man eat horse poop off the street. I said Philly has uh, no more... 
I meant to say bullets left in their gun, but apparently everybody's saying I said Philly has no more guns left in their bullets. I, listen, talking is not our strong suit here. And you guys should know that by now. Uh, we were also talking about Mennonites. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a, a religion, right? Yeah. We thought it was like Amish or something. I have no idea. Uh, Cat tweets us here. Mennonite culture has an enormous presence in rural PA. Look into it. I'm way too lazy and don't care to to look into it, really. But she says it's interesting. All right. Okay. I mean, nothing wrong with that at all. I, I don't care what religion anybody is. D- believe in your own stuff. Do your own stuff. Uh, yeah, Kat says they're like Amish, but they actually drive cars and shop at Walmart. Wow. All right. All right, then. Well, good for them. Mm-hmm. Why did we bring up Mennonites again? Oh, yeah, because one of them owned a, pony. a mini pony that yeah. was getting ridden by a corgi. <laughs> See, like, I feel like if your religion allows you to drive cars and shop at Walmart, you should be able to watch a corgi riding a mini pony online, right? No? You would think so. I feel like I'd actually watch that than be able to drive a car, go to Walmart. All right, well, shout out to all the uh, the Mennonites out there listening to the show this morning. Oh, wait, well, never mind. I don't know. Can they listen to the radio? I don't. All right, I don't care, to be honest. <laughs> We've gone too far, and there's no coming back. Now, we always cover weird, uh, weird Florida stories on the show. This guy was definitely doing some drinking. It's time for another Florida story. Here we go. <laughs> Attention all listeners of the Freak Show. It's time to travel to the Sunshine State. Yes, it happened again. It's another Florida story. All right, now there's video of this too, right? Uh, Yeah, there is. Yes. yes. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, there is. See what we got here. A startling surprise in a Cape Coral parking lot. After police got 30-year-old Christopher Bozinski out of his truck, he could tell where it was going. Uh, He was a little drunk. He told police he'd been drinking Chardonnay. Yeah, no drinking and driving. There is no excuse for drinking and driving ever. Call a cab, Uber, Lyft, do what you got to do. No drinking and driving. This guy, though, down in Florida says he's drinking some Chardonnay. Take me to jail. I bet you be. I think he said take me to jail. I beg of you. Take me to jail. I beg of you. Take me to jail. What? I beg of you. Oh, this guy should not oh, be yeah. driving. Well, I do deserve to go to jail. I do deserve to go to jail. When they asked him to do a field sobriety test. I'm not going to I'm not going to pass, he says. All right. He's being honest there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, don't drink and drive. He eventually agreed, but officers say he couldn't stay focused. I can't stay focused. He says, all right, I'll do your field sobriety test here. I'll bet you I can do a backflip right now. I bet you I can do a backflip. That is is shooting way past what they're asking you to do. They're going to ask you to do simple things like touch your nose. Walking with a your straight finger line, maybe. This guy's like, I'll do a backflip. He's well past backflipping, too. Uh, of course, the cops uh, are like, okay. He then told him to watch. All right. I mean, what are you going to do if you're the cops? You got to watch. You got to try to do a backflip, right? The backflip was more of a, a cartwheel that ended on the ground, though. It was nothing near a backflip, no. <laughs> And the cops, they deserve a laugh. They deserve a laugh, right? When this guy just falls flat on his face. 
do a backflip. After failing the test, yeah. he refuses breathalyzer. Yeah. Officers found a chilled, unopened bottle of wine in his truck. A little bit, a little bit of sipping. And placed him under arrest for DUI. Yeah. They say the smell of alcohol engulfed the police car, and he fell asleep as they sent him to jail. <laughs> fell asleep in the back of the cop car. He was drinking and driving, which you should never do. Yeah. Refused the field sobriety test, but it's just like, listen. I'm not going to do the field sobriety because it's too easy. I'm going to do a backflip. <laughs> Watch this. And he failed miserably and got taken to jail. Don't drink and drive, kids, or adults, or any other human. Florida making the show once again. Uh, we're just playing a story out of Florida. A guy got a DUI. He said he wasn't drunk. He was drinking uh, wine. And uh, instead of doing a field sobriety test, he told the officers he'd do a backflip. Of course, that didn't uh, that didn't work too good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike tweets us here. The guy from Florida should have listened to Bob's Don't Drink and Drive commercial. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> this was... Why? Uh, why? All right. Well, if you guys don't know our backstory, right? Uh, me and Bob, friends since, like, Little League Baseball. We've known each other basically our entire lives uh, since we are about eight years old or so. Um, went to high school together, graduated high school, worked in the back stock room of a shoe store together. Truth, yeah. Um, went to different colleges, both dropped out, Bob after one semester, me after two semesters. So then we decided, well, Bob, I think you were the first one to decide, I'm going to go to a broadcasting school. Why Why do that? Eh, radio seems like a fun job, right? Okay, mm-hmm. I'll go with you. We went to a broadcasting school where they basically taught us how to, uh, you know, properly... Um, announce, yeah, I guess, and say, uh, say, uh, your W's like W. They had us make these W demo tapes, W, which, uh, W, W. I like W for some reason. My demo tape's still around, and yours never shows up anywhere. Listen, and I want my, I want to still have my demo tape. I just don't, I probably threw it away or something. There's no reason to hold on to it. Well, but, like, listen, when we were going to this broadcasting school, I never thought one day we're going to have this big, successful, long-running morning radio show in, in any city. I never imagined it would be like this. So I was probably just like, all right, whatever. I, was, I don't need this anymore. So Bob had to read a uh, DUI uh, PSA when we were in broadcasting school. WNLD. Big Bob here. What's going on, folks? I've got something to talk to you guys about. Last year, 23,000 Americans died in drinking and driving accidents. If you're responsible enough to take that drink, you should be responsible enough to not get behind that wheel and drive. That's a friendly reminder for me and all my friends here at 640 AM WNLD. Wow, man. That makes me want... It doesn't make me want to drink and drive. It definitely makes me want to drink, though, hearing your DUI PSA. Attempt backflips. Uh, no, that definitely does not make me want to do backflips. Maybe just do a couple of. It just makes me want to lay on the ground and go. Ah. Drink away the pain. Ah. Yeah. Uh. You were a professional though, man. Mm. That was a professional DUI read there, man. Back real in pro, the day. real yeah, pro. You were a real pro. Didn't help us get a job, too. No. You know what else, too, is like we had a period where me and Bob, after we uh, graduated after eight months of uh, this broadcasting school, right, where we were trying to get a job really anywhere in radio. Anywhere. We wanted to go anywhere. 
I'm not even lying. We sent like demo tapes. They didn't sound like that. They were they probably weren't good. No, I'm sure they but, weren't good. So me and Bob made demo tapes. I, I don't know if we have our demo tape that we used to send to people. Right? Yeah, I don't know where that one is. Like we would mail CDs to to different radio stations across the country, just wanting any job at all. I I remember specifically we sent them to any radio station we could find in Alaska. Mm-hmm. That's how desperate we were. We would we would we would take a job in Alaska, and I remember I think only two people got back to us. One guy was in Bloomington, Indiana, and it was basically just. Hey, sorry, uh, we can't give you a job or anything, but we did get your your demo. It was just like a thank you for sending your... Yeah. And then some other guy in a city called Kalamazoo, Michigan, wrote us back and say, Hey, we have one slot open. It's the night show, but I'm only looking for one person. And we were like, that's cool because uh, we'll, we'll both do it for the salary of one person. And he's like, it's $15,000 a year. And we were like, that's cool. We'll just get part-time jobs somewhere else. So we'll both both move out of our parents' homes and live in a city called Kalamazoo, Michigan for $15,000 a year. And I think that came across as so insane. Yeah, we scared the hell out of him. uh, That we never heard from that guy again. He never responded back. Then eventually a couple of things uh, went our way, and here we are. We've been doing a morning radio show now in Pittsburgh forever, and uh, it's a good time. Uh, Blast sends us a tweet here. Can Yin start doing intros to mixtapes? Mix uh, we should host mixtapes, pretty much, Bob. But I think you should do it in your DUI PSA voice. I think that's how you need to host mixtapes, right? Back next, 6.40 a.m. WNLD. Yeah. Big Bob here. What's going on, folks? I've got something to talk to you guys about. I mean, listen to that beat behind me. Big Bob here. What's going on, folks? I'm talking up that fire. I got some... I got some... I got something to talk about here. Like, oh, man, it's about to be fireside chat with Bob. Last year, 23,000 Americans died in drinking and driving accidents. If you're responsible enough to take that drink, you should be responsible enough to not get behind that wheel and drive. Man, I mean, you're right. Uh, Noel tweets here, makes me want to listen to some NSYNC, or is that Will Afford? Uh, That is a song called... Uh, wasn't it I Want to Be Bad? Yeah. By yeah. some female pop singer back in like the late 90s. Her name was Willa Ford. Yeah. Yep. All right. So now that we uh, got through all that, again, don't drink and drive. Uh, Mikey and Bob, it is the 96.1 Kiss Morning Freak Show. Follow us on Twitter. Uh, tweet us anytime at FS Mikey, at FS Big Bob. You can also add us on Snapchat. I hate the new Snapchat update, though, man. Yeah, it's brutal. It's all confusing. I have no idea what's happening anymore. FS Mikey 412. FS Big Bob 412. If you want to add us on uh, Snapchat. Kennywood is adding a Thomas Town this summer. It's going to be the largest, uh, one of the largest single-year additions in the Kennywood 120-year history. Adding uh, four new family rides plus a re-theming of the old Kennywood Railroad into a Thomas and Friends story. So obviously focusing on younger kids here. Right, Thomas the right. Tank Engine, very popular show. That's still on Thomas the Tank Engine. Kids still watching Thomas the Tank Engine. I guess so. Uh, so Thomas Town attractions will be in and around the existing footprint of the train ride. So that's supposed to start for the 120th anniversary season, um, you know, later this uh, this summer when yeah. Kennywood opens. Yeah. And then we read the Facebook comments. Beware. <laughs> we are going to a very deep, 
dark oh, place no. on the internet. Oh, no. It's time for oh, 961 no. Kiss Facebook comments. Uh, these are Kennywood Facebook comments after they announced they're doing a Thomas the Tank Engine themed section called Thomas Town. Hmm. Nathan C here. Rebuild the log jammer. Sniff my butt. Frank R. Disgusting corporate grab of our beloved Kennywood Park. That dumb cat, now this, that's it. Spend your money elsewhere, people. Let's protest. Okay, first of all, Garfield will whoop your ass, Frank. Lead the battle, Frank. Go ahead, protest. That that dumb cat. First that dumb cat, now this tank. We're going to protest. Karen L. here. When they turned the old mill into Garfield's nightmare... I knew they were <laughs> I knew they were headed down the wrong road. Oh boy. They had a brief run with the Phantom Coaster, but taking out the log jammer was the last straw. I'm done. It all started with Garfield and I knew. Like what is what's happening? Rick N here breaking news in 2019 Kennywood to replace the Thunderbolt with the all new Sing Along with Barney the Purple Dinosaur. Christy M, don't think I'll be going this year. Getting rid of the loops in the Phantom was bad enough. Now you remove the log jammer and put this crap in. Oh, no. Jason C here. These are Kennywood Facebook comments after they announced they're adding uh, Thomas the Tank Engine Town. Yeah. Jason C, I think you failed to realize the bulk of your income is because of tradition. We love the log jammer, the Thunderbolt, the racers, the jackrabbit, the train, etc. Because it's been there since our parents and grandparents were there. Okay. For God's sake, go watch WQED Kennywood Memories and get educated. I'm sure Rick Seaback is just as upset as I am. <laughs> Jason just told Kennywood to go watch Kennywood Memories. Can Seaback get upset? Like, I don't ever picture Rick Seaback being upset or angry about anything. No, I don't think so. Like a fiery Seaback? Nobody wants that. I want to see I want to see Seaback ride everything at Thomastown. Yeah, seriously. What if Rick Seaback's the one behind Thomastown what? and he's a he's a big closet fan of Thomas the Tank Engine? What if Seaback's the conductor? It's his next special on QED. Kennywood memories. Like I I I get it and all, but like it's also not 1980 anymore. I, it's not. I mean, at some point you got to. Like, I I get it. I get it's nostalgia for a lot of people, but sometimes you have to look at the calendar and go, it's not 1985. But they're just adding on. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Let's uh, let's end with this one here. (laughs) Doesn't involve Seaback and a train, hopefully. No, but I'm going to have a weird dream tonight, and I can't wait for it. (laughs) Thomas and me, the next QED special is just... (laughs) Little conductor hat on Seaback. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have a weird dream tonight about Seaback and uh, and Thomas Town. He's gonna be wearing nothing but a conductor top hat. Isn't that what one of the guys was called on Thomas the Tank Engine? Was it Mister Top Hat? Uh, I don't know, Mister huh. Top Hat Seaback. It's Rick Seaback. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we'll end here with one more. Okay, these are Facebook comments. Uh, Kennywood after they decide to add a Thomas Town uh, this summer. Tony M here. Yo, I don't trust no Tom the Tank Engine. Those eyes he has, the smirk on his face looks like he's always farting.
This like the actual, the actual train. Tony doesn't trust the train. He's got he's got nothing against like what Kennywood's doing or anything like that. It's just the he look. does he actually does not trust Tom Tom the tank engine. Again here, Tony M. Yo, I don't trust no Tom the tank engine. Those eyes he has, the smirk on his face, looks like he's always farting. Comment could also be made for Rick Seaback. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mikey and Bob, it is the uh, 96.1 Kiss Morning Freak Show. That's eh, snowing out here in Green Tree. That's poop. I just stop. <laughs> just enough. Stop with the damn snow. Enough. <laughs> High today, 26 degrees, some scattered snow showers. More snow moving uh, into the area overnight into Friday. Uh, especially north of the city. Every damn night. Are we supposed to get real inches tomorrow? I don't even know. I don't know because I think tomorrow it's supposed to go up to like in the 40s, like in the afternoon. I think it's just overnight into the morning, but I don't know how much. I don't know if it's going to be like an inch or two or three. Traffic's probably going to suck is what we're telling you. Uh, Shane tweets here. Can we get Bob to do a fog warning? We haven't had one in a while. It's not even foggy. We just love them. Uh, it's up to you, Bob. I mean, if it's nah. not foggy. No, no. Got to hold it back. Fog warnings can't be for your entertainment, Shane. They're mm. a public service professional Shane and you know uh, this horn doesn't toot for anything <laughs> Bob's not your Bob's not your fog horn Shane <laughs> this horn doesn't toot for anything uh, that would have been your second PSA of the day though since we had the uh, come on man WNLD. Big Bob here. What's going on, folks? I've got something to talk to you guys about. Last year, 23,000 Americans died in drinking and driving accidents. If you're responsible enough to take that drink, yeah. you should be responsible enough to not get behind that wheel and drive. Uh, you should do an updated PSA about uh, about how you're not going to do a foghorn for everybody, you know? <laughs> Just leave me alone. What's up, friends? Big Bob here. This horn doesn't toot for everyone. Be careful when you're driving and it's foggy out. But remember, I'm just going to give you calm fog warnings if it's not foggy out because this horn don't toot for just anybody. Are we supposed to be doing something on the show? A radio show we are. Oh, iHeartRadio Music Awards. Uh, We're going to give a keyword coming up next. About 10 minutes here. You can win a trip to L.A. for our iHeartRadio Music Awards. That's uh, Ed Sheeran, Cardi B, Camila Cabello, Charlie Puth, and more hosted by DJ Khaled in March on TBS, TNT, and True TV. So we'll give you a keyword coming up next. What, what's, your, what's your problem now? Seacrest is in the Bahamas, <laughs> and it just looks so warm and magical. Oh, yeah. Kelly uh, Kelly and Ryan just came on. Oh, yeah. Uh, Seacrest is in a... In a floral shirt just dancing in the Bahamas. Laid back Seacrest. Oh, my gosh. He's doing his radio. Is he doing his radio show from the Bahamas or what's happening here? Oh, my gosh. The Bahamas looks so magical. It does. Oh, oh my God. Look at that. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. Oh, they have some sort of band there playing and everything. Oh, look at the Bahama band. Seacrest is so tropical and laid back, too. 
So's Kelly. She's in like a sundress. Oh, what? A, oh, my God. I hate everything. <laughs> Somebody just sent us a Photoshop of Rick Seaback in a Sir Topham hat. <laughs> Asked the conductor from Thomas to take it. <laughs> Winter Olympics actually get started today. There's actually events um, that are going on today. I think there's like uh, fig- some figure skating and some skiing today yeah yeah. uh but the opening ceremonies oh yeah tonight on nbc figure skating team competition men's and pairs starts and then freestyle skiing men's and women's moguls all right so that starts tonight on nbc but then tomorrow's the opening ceremony from was it pyeongchang pyeongchang Pyeongchang, south korea uh with the time change it's 6 a.m is when it starts here but, of course, they're going to fully produce it and tape it. And NBC, uh, WPXI here locally, will play the opening ceremonies. That'll be uh, Friday at 8 p.m. Katie Couric and Mike Tirico hosting the uh, the coverage of that. Of course, Katie Couric is uh, is in there. And I think Matt Lauer's been hosting for a few a few uh, Olympics now. And yeah. He, he didn't quite make the cut this year. Uh, but if you want to actually watch the opening ceremonies live, it'll be 6 a.m. Friday. NBCOlympics.com or on the NBC Sports app. So, Olympics start tonight. Uh, what is this? Uh, do we have Olympic diarrhea already? Uh, they've had an outbreak, yeah. Is it Olympic Rhea? Olympic Rhea. Oh, no. Olympic organizers and South Korean health officials are panicked over a recent outbreak of norovirus, a contagious infection, uh, infection that causes severe vomiting and stomach cramps. Oh, the bug started spreading Sunday when private security guards complained of headaches, stomach pains, and diarrhea. Oh, oh no. no. Olympic Rhea. They won the bronze medal. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. This, this is a legendarily good show for you. <laughs> you're, you're, you have, you have, your lines and your timing today have been like professional stand-up comedian like I'm Bob. a pro. I'm a pro. <laughs> bronze medal. <laughs> So far, 32 Olympic workers in Pyeongchang, South Korea, have been treated for the virus and have been quarantined. 1,200 others have been sequestered to their rooms while they wait for test results. Nice. Uh, South Korea has brought in 900 military personnel who are covering for uh, all the other Olympic workers who have the Olympic Rhea. Uh, The IOC and South Korean officials are taking every precaution before the opening ceremonies to control the outbreak. Oh, my God. What if it's norovirus opening ceremonies? Just bronze medals for everybody. (laughs) Also, sex. 2,900 athletes from 92 countries. It is the largest number of competitors ever at a Winter Olympics. And athletes received 110,000 condoms this year in Pyeongchang. 110,000. If you break that down, if you do the math, yeah, that's a little over 37 condoms per athlete. <laughs> that is... They're only there a couple weeks, right? Well, yeah, but not not every athlete. Well, no. Do most athletes stay all weeks? Yeah, I guess because you got to stay for opening and closing ceremonies, right? I guess so. So that's like two weeks. I mean, what is it, like 14 or 16 days? It's probably two or three a day. Yeah, all right. Like, I, I probably right. Yeah, unless you get diarrhea. Can you imagine Tinder at the Olympics? Oh my god, it has to be the greatest Tinder ever. Everybody's good looking. Everybody's in shape. But you're right though. The only thing that can derail all those condoms is diarrhea. Uh huh. <laughs> if everybody's winning the bronze medal, there's nobody that's winning gold. 
Uh, Tim H. just sent us a message on Facebook here. <laughs> I mean, I, we the season is upon us, Bob. Hmm. The season is upon us. He just sent us the menu for Pit Karen Hose Company number one fish fry. Uh, he says here, we're the fire department with the hot cheese balls. Yes. 100, 100 Center F Pit Karen PA. Big fish sandwich. Yes. Starts Ash Wednesday, and then Friday, and then every Friday leading up to Easter, 4 to 9 p.m. Uh, everybody is already starting to get their Fish Fry Fridays in, man. Well, next next week. Yeah. Next Wednesday is Ash Wednesday. Right. So the first official Fish Fry Friday, I mean, where we're going to go Fish Fry nuts on the show, is going to be next Friday. Yeah. A week from tomorrow. I'm excited about that, man. Do you even remember our Fish Fry Friday intro that we don't we have a special intro that we play for do that? We? Yeah, I feel like we do. I think we might. Yeah. Do we? I don't remember it though. I don't know where it is. Oh, nope, found it. All right. Fish Fry Friday. Oh wow. Fish Fry Friday. Yeah. Fish Fry Friday. Yeah. One day, one sandwich. Yeah. It's Friday. It's fish sandwiches, wow. and it's time yeah. for Fish Fry oh, Friday coverage with Mikey and Bob. Oh, I'm, I'm up. Yeah! Uh-huh. I'm excited already yep. for next Friday now. This got amped for Fish Fry Friday. Wow. All right, so that'll be uh, next Friday on the show. It'll be starting out, but we'll just uh, randomly pick some, uh, I, whatever it is, fire halls, churches, whoever's got Fish Fry, it, we just kind of pick at random. You can't buy your way into Fish Fry Friday. It's no. all random for yeah. us. Uh, so we'll uh, we'll do that starting on Friday. Uh, Penny S. here sent us a Facebook message. I, I've been going back and forth with this lady. Okay. She says, I'm probably the one that messes up your demographic because I'm a 62-year-old married female listener. Well, first of all, we don't have a specific demographic. I, I Everybody just kind of listens to us. I don't know. That's true. We don't have a demographic. I have a tiny issue with Tall Kathy's ideal image uh, commercial that I hear. She is mispronouncing the word tuckus badly. It is not tuck us. Maybe she should just say butt or tush. All right. How do you say that word, Bob? I don't. I don't know how Kathy says it. I, I'd never say that word. I know, but if you had to say that word, like if you if you had to say that word, how would you say that word? Tuckus, right? Tuckus. 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 I think she's saying that that's wrong. I don't think I've ever said that word. Tuckus. Tuckus. How is she, she says saying? it's not tuck us. What, tuck what, us? What should it be? Tuck. I, I don't know. I'm trying to. She said there's a hard C-H in there. And there's an A in there. Is it like tuck ass? Like T-U-C-K dash ass. Like tuck ass. Tuck ass. Tuck ass. What? I don't feel like there's an A in there. I feel like tuckus. it's tuckus. Tuck ass. Like T-U-C-K I like tuckus. I ass. Tuckus. Tuckus? It's tuckus, right? I mean if you're Tuckus. Why would you say tuck ass? I I don't know how she's asking us to I don't know. Have in my head though, tucky ass doesn't sound. Oh, like hold on, Anthony tweets here. It's pronounced tuckus, like took us, 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 took us. I say tuckus, tuckus, 
I think I'd go, I think I'd go IS instead of like US. You know what I'm saying? Like Tookus. Tookus. Tookus? Tookus. I need, I need. Talk ass. Yeah, it's definitely not. I feel like it's not talk ass. I feel like I was probably thinking she meant that wrong. Uh, Christy uh, tweets us here. I think it's took us, but I never said it before, really. Took us. Took us. Uh, Daniel tweets here. I say it like took us. All right, so this is one of the, we've stumbled upon one of those words then where nobody knows how it's really supposed to be pronounced. Everybody's got their own way to say it. Is this even a real word? That's another thing we should probably look into. Tuckus. Tuckus. Tuckus? Tuckus. I feel like it's either you took it or you tucked it. I have no idea what's happening. No, me neither. Mikey and Bob, it is the uh, 96.1 Kiss Morning Freak Show. Lori uh, sent us a Facebook message. Not sure how to pronounce Tukis or however you spell it, but wanted to let you guys know I had to pull over my way to work because I was laughing too damn hard. Tukis. 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 I feel it's Tukis. Tukis. I think we're going with Tukis. I think we're going with Tukis. How did this all start? Oh, yeah. Some lady sent us a Facebook message uh, about the way tall Kathy pronounces Tukis. Tukis. Or Tukis. And uh, when she does her ideal image uh, commercials, I, I don't know how Kathy says it. Like, I've heard her say it, but I can't remember. And I don't want to go look for it right now. Uh, Mikey and Bob, hello. Yeah, I was going to say, the reason why you have weird words like that is not because of their English. It's because they belong to the immigrants that oh. um, came here to um, Pittsburgh. Yeah. One word is gutchies, which is uh, for underwear. Mm-hmm. Another one is dupa, which means butt. Whoa, hold on, hold on. What's the butt word again? What was that? There's another word called dupa. D-U, like D-U-P-A, dupa. Is, is dupa Polish? I'm not sure if it's Polish, but... There's there's so many Eastern Europeans here. It's weird. There's some stuff that developed simply because they were all around each other and they yeah. came up with a common ground. There's a lot of there's a lot of bizarre ones around here. The Italians had a few, and and we say them around here, and they're not part of the English dictionary, but they are words that that belong to the immigrants that came here. You know, and and that's just the case. How you guys doing? We're doing nice. I feel like I'm part of a WQED special right now. <laughs> well, you know what? Say hello to that lunatic, uh, crazy Italian guy. I'd love to meet that guy. My God. <laughs> All right, buddy. Be good. We'll see ya. All right. <laughs> Was it Dupa? Dupa. D-U-P-A? Yeah. I'm I pretty, think I've heard that before. I'm pretty sure it's Polish. Yeah, I've heard that before. Ooh, I'm going to wipe the Dupa. Dupa, Dupa. Poopy Dupa. Dude, poopy Dupa. <laughs> poopy Dupa. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I didn't wipe good. I got a poopy Dupa. <laughs> Oh, why do we have to go home now? This is so much fun. I want to do this for like another hour. We just stumbled upon the phrase poopy dupa. We could at least kill half an hour more of content with oh, the phrase poopy dupa. God, I got I mean we could dupa see- dingleberries. <laughs> dupa jingles, dude. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, Katie tweets here, dupa is Polish. <laughs> dupa dingles. I definitely when you're not wiping good enough. Mm-hmm. I mean, we could sing full songs about dupas and everything, wiping dupas. And we love bots. I don't. I mean, you guys have probably been listening to us for a while. If you haven't, if you haven't figured it out already, we love bots. Any language, bots are for us. Bots are for us. <laughs> uh, 
big dupe of daddy. Uh-huh. Uh, the four finale is on Fox tonight with Diddy, uh, Khaled, Megan Trainer, and Fergie, the uh, final episode, right? The, the finale tonight, yep, yep. 8 p.m. on Fox. Also, four more chances today to go to uh, our iHeartRadio Music Awards out in L.A. Keyword coming up around 11.10 during the Ryan Seacrest Show. More Justin Timberlake tickets tomorrow around 7.30. Uh, by the way, we'll have Ed Sheeran tickets for Ed Sheeran at PNC Park all next week around 7.30. Uh, before we get out of here, Freak Show question of the day. This is going to be with uh, Tall Kathy right around 5.30. Question of the day today, we were watching video of what kind of animal riding on a mini pony. Earlier today, uh, during the show, we were talking about this. We were watching uh, what animal riding on a mini pony? Uh, a corgi. You know, just an amazing video. By the way, if you're near a computer on your phone, it's something you need to see. Yeah. 961kiss.com. Go to our Mikey and Bob page. Best friends. A corgi riding a mini pony. Tara tweets us here. We say dupa in my family and my kids say, I have poop in my dupe. You guys are the best. I will end the show today with I have poop in my dupe, and that's it. KSTHD Pittsburgh. Let's go! This is On Air with Ryan Seacrest.